Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we're going to chat about worrying because, oh my gosh, how many times do we fall into this trap? Worry is literally a block that you are creating. And as I'm diving into a lot of things, blocks this month, including we're talking about values and how to build that up. I'm also talking about on our Friday episodes, the blocks that you're creating and worrying is one of them. Somebody asked me over the Christmas holidays, well, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you not worry about that? And I would love to say that this is zero issue for me, but that's not true. When it comes to worrying, that is something that I think that we are innately, some of us just do not everyone, but some of us just literally do. It's something that our brain goes to faster than we can slow it down. So I wanted to dive into what worrying is and maybe just give it a little different perspective to maybe help us to shift it. So I found this quote in psychology today, and it says that worry tends to be more focused on thoughts in our head, while anxiety is more visceral in that we feel it through our bodies. Our thoughts create our reality. That is true. I talk about that with NLP all the time. Our thoughts literally create our realities. So we have to learn how to acknowledge and be aware of our thoughts so that we can create change in them. And the continuous response of an energy of worrying in our bodies actually puts physical, visceral stress on our bodies. So if we can change our thoughts, we can manage, shift, or change what is happening inside of our body. Thoughts of worrying are all future-based. They're all based on what's coming, what's coming next. How can I be ready for what's coming next? How can I prep myself for what is coming next? It's all future-based. They're all focused on things that we cannot control. And that then is blocking us from what we can control in our present circumstances. It's actually an avoidance of energy and actually a waste of our own energy, which is the only resource that we have to create change in our life. So when we are worrying, we are actually shifting our power to not being in the present moment. And in the present moment, that is the only thing that we can change. So let's unpack worrying a little bit. Worrying is a habit. And I know some of this stuff is going to trigger people because it still triggers me when I read it and I, and I talking about it, but worrying is a habit. It's a response. It's a learned response to post-traumatic stress. It also comes from avoiding doing the healing work that our nervous system requires. It is living in the future, creating a false sense of belief of control and not living in the present moment. Sometimes the present moment is too difficult or painful to live in. And so we avoid it. Years ago, I didn't know where my brain needed to go. I didn't know where my thoughts needed to go because my present moment was full of anxiety. 
I didn't want to be in my present circumstance or in my present life, to be honest. And all I was doing was replaying all the past things that had happened to get here. And that it creates constant anxiety, but I can't change any of those things. And then my next thought was about worrying about the future and trying to not make the same mistakes again and replaying different scenarios. So do you see how when we live in that energy and that behavior, we're never actually living in the present moment? We would not. We actually not even allowing our brain to. It's so difficult that we actually just avoid it. We use our energy to relive the past or try to control the future. That is what worrying does. And by avoiding that healing work, we're actually, we are preventing our nervous system from settling down, from resting, from not being in the fight or flight constantly. See, healing requires focus on the present moment, what we need to be our best selves and honoring what we need, including the boundaries that we may be missing. Look at what the triggers are in your life. And this is really important and requires some honesty. What are those triggers? Phone, screen use, lack of sleep, stimulants, coffee, alcohol, food, people, social media, and take a look at the things that are taking your physical power away, your energy away. And then where can you take radical responsibility to change one small thing at a time? We're not going to overhaul your whole life. This is not how this works, but we're going to create change with one thing at a time. And I actually shared this exercise with my mastermind that I, I find so powerful. So I just want to share it with you is on one side of the paper, write down all of the things that you are currently worried about. Like what are the things that are taking up your energy, your time, your mindset, your thoughts, what's consuming you? What are you angry about? What is frustrating you? What is something you wish you could change and dump it out? Don't edit it. Don't judge it like brain dump it out. Then on the other side of the page, check mark the things that you can control. So this was a great example because we saw people, I saw, had people in the group who had like 25, 30 things they wrote down in about a 10 minute span. And then I said, now go back through and check mark the things you can control. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I have 30 things and I can control three of them. Or I have 27 and I have one that I can control. And this is where it becomes really powerful because it puts into perspective that, wait, I am letting all of these things consume me. I am worrying about them. I can't change any of them. And now I have no energy to create change in my life. All right. Not what I want to do. Then we work on scripting out the sentences to help you shift your thinking to be the exact opposite of what you are worried about. So say for an example, you're a coach creating a program and you have this vision of five people joining and you're listening and you're like, okay, I'm doing it, but I don't know who they are, where they're going to come from. And we're in this constant spiral of doubt. Then all of a sudden it became, it becomes this thing of like, you can't see what's possible because all you're doing is worrying about what you can't control, but you can control continually showing up and how that can make a difference. So that is something like scripting that out, but really identifying, wait, where am I spending my time and energy worrying about things? I can't tell you how many people I had conversations with before Christmas that were worried about what's it going to look like? Are we going to be able to have Christmas? Do I have to cancel? What's my family going to think? And it was all so consuming that it actually blocks you from being in that present moment and finding gratitude for what we have right now. Not the energy you want to be in. It's actually exhausting energy to be in, and it is not going to create any change in your life. 
The last thing that I want to share on this on worrying is I looked up a little bit of the information on the acts of deep breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, and how this practice enables us to air, like to put more air flow into our body, which actually allows us to calm our nerves. This reduces our stress and anxiety. And I was reading that even, I think it's 90 seconds and maybe even a minute of deep focused diaphragmatic breathing. And that means if you put your hands on your abdomen, when you breathe in, what most people do is they actually suck their stomach in. That's not diaphragmatic breathing. Instead, what you want to do is as you breathe in, you expand the diaphragm, you expand the abdominals, and now you're taking in more air. When I was training, this was something I was doing with a lot of clients, especially when they were dealing with pain and working on how to manage their pain. 99% of people were breathing opposite of what they needed to do. They were sucking in their abdominals. They were decreasing the amount of oxygen they were getting to their lungs, which is now decreasing the amount of oxygen that's getting to the rest of the body. And it actually keeps our nervous system on this heightened, heightened path of like just this fight or flight. So one thing by doing this breathing is something that allows us to slow it down, settle our nerves down, reduce stress and anxiety, help us to focus our attention span, our nervous system and promote healing. This takes work, but it honestly starts with recognizing where these emotions are coming from. So one of the best things I can say is look at where does the worrying stem from? Where is it coming from? What is like, what's creating it? And then from there start to go, okay, what can I control? And now rewrite that script, rewrite that sentence so that you can see it in a different light. And then when you still are struggling with the worrying and what it's doing to your body, slow it down, bring the breathing down, bring your hands into your abdomen, go into expansive diaphragmatic breathing, give yourself 60, 90 seconds to slow your system down. I, when I'm really conscious I start my morning like this. And when I feel anxiety come in, I stop and give myself even five minutes. I cannot tell you the difference that this makes in my body, the difference. Also pay attention. What are those triggers that are creating it for you? Um, With your phone, for example, I don't have any notifications on my phone, zero. I actually find the triggers of notifications of other people's phones going off, almost creating anxiety for me. So I don't have it at all. So recognize what is something that sets a trigger for you and be aware of it because when the energy is darting off in multiple different directions, it's really hard to pull it back in. But this is one way to recognize where are you wasting it so that you can pull your energy back in so that you can use it to actually create change in your life. Why not? That's what we're here to do. And that's what we want to do. So I hope this message lands and really supports you at this point in time, because I think as we're coming into that third week of January, there's that Monday they talk about where it's whatever the, there's a name for it. Of course, I can't think of it now, but where we are like stress is an all time high. We're in our darkest days. It's colder. Um, Debt's rolling in from Christmas. There's a lot of unknowns. We're still facing lockdowns. The stress is here. If you look for it, it's here surrounding you everywhere. How can you slow it down? Stay present, be present with your thoughts, decrease that anxiety, watch your triggers, focus on your breathing, slow life down. Because when you do this, you are actually going to change the block 
that worrying is creating in your life. And as always, that worrying is actually a block that's being created in your life, but you're allowing that to be there. So you can change that by recognizing, taking radical responsibility and really shifting and moving this will really change how you show up in your life, the energy you have left over, what you can use to create change and allow you to stay more present in this present moment. Because honestly, this is where gratitude comes from is right here, right now. So sending you lots and lots of love. Thank you so much for being here. Honestly, I'm beyond grateful for you every day for all the shares and everything that you do to help me to continue to grow this podcast. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.